A long, long time ago. It's been a minute since I've done one of these. When I, uh, when I was a young adult, uh, approximately, fuck, uh, 31 years ago? Jesus Christ. 31 years ago? Fuck. <laughs> I, I'm i not 31 years old, let alone 31 years ago. What the fuck? Uh, so back when I was 23, uh, I moved from New York State, from Buffalo, New York, to... Pittsfield, Massachusetts. <laughs> Stu, why would you move from the wonderful metropolis of Buffalo, New York to a shithole town in a small state? Uh, good question, everybody. That's a good question. Uh, I moved for a job. Uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't quite getting the things that I wanted back in Buffalo. And a friend of mine that I went to college with, she lived out there. Her name was a Jen Colgrove, and good old, good old Jen was working for a company called Key Incorporated. Now Key ran group homes across the great state of Massachusetts and probably throughout the uh, the the New England area. But she got hired into a home. In Pittsfield, and she's like, hey, yeah, come on out here. They're always looking for employees. Come on out. And I'm like, fuck yeah, all right, I will. And I went out there, and I interviewed, and I did well, and they hired me, and I moved out there. And uh, Jen, in the meanwhile, uh, quit and and moved back home. (laughs) So I moved to uh, Pittsfield, Massachusetts, uh, and I didn't know anybody fucking didn't know anybody oh my god i got an apartment uh uh, my dad helped me move we got like a little cargo van uh uh, actually it was probably more like a uh a raper van (laughs) i remind you this is the early mid 90s it was Got one of those big raper vans from U-Haul, and I just loaded up my shit, what furniture I had. I'm a young adult. I don't have shit. So we loaded it up, got out there, and uh, on the the drive up there, it was when the Buffalo Bills were playing the Houston Oilers in the playoffs, and it was the greatest comeback of all time. The Bills got their fucking ass handed to them the first half, and then came back... The second half and tied it up and then if I remember correctly they won in overtime so me and my dad are driving and we're just trying to find AM stations the entire way that are going to fucking have this game we were losing our goddamn minds as I didn't get to see the game just heard it on the radio it was great so moved in and I had I had my own apartment it, it was pretty small again i didn't know anybody it was all right it was close to work it was okay but then quickly uh there was there was this house this key i call it a key house (laughs) 
and essentially it was just people who worked for Key would would uh, would live in this house. Now it was you know essentially it was like a frat house kind of thing. It was just this big house up on a hill and had uh, a lot of rooms, and uh, so you would just you would get in it because it was cheap. It was cheap. And key, what they did is they hired you. You were like a contract worker. You would, they would have that. They would hire you for fourteen months, and then at the end of the contract, you, you could you could leave, or you could reapply for a job if you wanted. And uh, I won't lie to everybody. Most people left. Most people stayed like a year because at, at a year you got a bonus. You got like a $500 bonus or something. So that was like the finish line. The, the year mark was the finish line of like, oh, fuck, I did it. Get this bonus. And then people would quit. Why, Stu? Why would people quit? Because it was a shit job. <laughs> it was direct care staff working with uh, adolescents in, in a residential program. Not fun. If any of you have ever done it, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. It is, it is unfun. Hard work. And so you need young people doing it because young people have the energy and uh, young people are stupid. They don't know they're being taken advantage of. <laughs> but I lived in this house. I, I, I moved into this house because somebody uh, who was in the house was moving out. Their contract was up. They quit. They're like, sayonara, and they left. And so this a spot became available. And the people who were living in the house were like, yeah, hey, you want to fucking move in? I'm like, oh, fuck, sure. So I was probably in my apartment probably like a month tops. And thank God the people uh, who, who owned that apartment and ran that apartment, they were super cool. And they were like, oh, yeah, whatever, get the fuck out of here. I'm like, oh, great, fuck. I've always had an easy time getting out of leases. I think a lot of it is because I pay on time. I don't cause any problems. And they're like, yeah, sure, whatever. Go ahead. So I'm living in this house. And the reason I'm bringing all this up is because today, today, uh, for work, uh, and again, everybody, uh, I'm Stu McAllister, the host of this podcast. I was a comedian for a long time social worker for a longer time and now i make mistakes and the mistake that i make is i sell dip and dot ice cream all across the great state of michigan now today i was down in the kalamazoo area and i went to like an indoor soccer place and uh, they got a concession stand and i you go in and you gotta you know have them open it up for you and i go in and i'm talking to the, the guy that i'm talking to he is uh he's english he's clearly english with his accent and everything and so as he's talking to me, I'm getting this flood of memories cascading over me. Because Key, for some reason, had a weird pipeline to England and Scotland. I don't know why. But a lot of the people who worked there, they came over with work visas. And uh, I think a lot of it was to, like, I don't know, maybe see America and uh, want to get experience that maybe they wouldn't get. I, I can only imagine they got to have fucking group homes of some kind in England and Scotland, I would think. But I ended up living with two women from from England and uh, a, a, another dude. It was the, me and another dude and the two ladies. And uh, a guy was my supervisor or one of the managers i guess at the the house that i worked in he was scottish 
and his name was Derek. And I remember Derek because he, uh, small little guy, he, uh, he had a bit of a temper. <laughs> he was very nice, always very cordial, but he could get fucking angry quick. And he was, uh, he was big into soccer. He played a lot of soccer. You know, I guess that's an English-Scottish thing. I don't think I'm always playing. So uh, it was very weird. The, the two ladies that uh, I, I was uh, roommates with, I'm still, I'm friends with them on the facial book. I really don't interact with them much anymore. They're both back in, in England uh, doing okay, I guess, as far as I know. I, uh, and it, it was always nice interacting with them because even though we're all speaking the same language, very different because of the accent and the slang words and everything else. And I remember they would uh, occasionally parties were held at our house or someone else's house. And I remember one night, uh, one morning, uh, I got up to go to work and Lucy, <laughs> Lucy, Lucy and Chris were the two girls. And Lucy came, was coming home the same time that I'm getting ready. Like I'm in the shower, I'm brushing my teeth and whatever. And uh, she's coming in and she is ham boned. She is a dis-runk, as the kids say nowadays, right? Do the kids say that? Do they say, I don't know, I don't have kids. I'm making shit up. They, she was dis-runkerino. And I'm in the bathroom uh, brushing my teeth and washing my ass or brushing my ass and washing my teeth, I don't know, whatever. And she, she comes into the bathroom uh, uninvited, <laughs> And she, as I mentioned, Diz Runk, uh, but she is all over me. She is proposition, propositioning me. That's what she's doing. And uh, Lucy was a very nice uh, young lady. Uh, but I'm like, going, this is this is clearly not the time to proposition me. I'm going to work. You're hammered out of your mind. Uh, I know. I get that you're horny AF as the kids say. But uh, I got to go to work. And uh, at the time, I had a girlfriend, Julie. And uh, I'm like, I'm not going to mess around with Julie. Fuck, she'll kill me. <laughs> Julie will fuck me up. <laughs> so I was like, so I just took Lucy back to her room and put her to bed. I was like, I will see you sleep. I will see you later. Sleep this shit off. I'll, I'll be, I'll see you later. Let's, let's pretend this shit did not happen. And, uh, and that was that, that was that everybody, that was that. So, uh, it was, it's, it's always weird thinking about those days and how, um, how, how they helped shape and form me into the human being that I am now. So if you have any problems with me now, um, you, uh, hate Pittsfield, Massachusetts, I guess. I don't know. And I, I can't fucking blame you. Can't blame me. I remember um, years ago, I was, where the fuck was I? Was I in New York City? New York City? I was somewhere. Oh, I remember. I was in Hartford, Connecticut. I did a gig at the Funny Bone in Hartford, Connecticut. I, I was uh, opening up for the one and only Mr. Uh, Nick Griffin. Nick Griffin is a very funny fellow. If you ever get a chance to see Nick Griffin, go see Nick Griffin. But I was in Hartford, and uh, I drove to Hartford, and I stopped 
midway was like Buffalo. So I stopped at my mom's house. But uh, I'm coming back. And as I'm coming back, I'm like going, oh, I, I'm going to stop in Pittsfield. I'm going to go check out these my old stomping grounds. And it was it was pretty weird. It was pretty weird. P- Pittsfield is it's a nice little blue collar town. It's very, very hilly. It's kind of it's in the uh, Berkshire Mountains. It's uh, not terribly far away. Uh, Herman Melville, if I remember correctly, was uh, he wrote, um, if I remember correctly, Mo- he wrote Moby Dick while he was living in Barrington, Massachusetts, which was just south of Pittsfield. I'm probably getting all of it wrong. It probably wasn't Herman Melville, and it wasn't Moby Dick, and it wasn't Barrington. None, none, none of that is correct. <laughs> Back. That was I will also live in Pittsfield the same time the OJ Simpson white Bronco shit was happening. I remember I was at a bar and we we're trying to watch the fucking basketball playoffs. Who was it? The Houston Rockets and whoever and they fucking break into it because OJ is fucking he's on the lamb in a white Bronco. God damn man. It's so funny. Ugh, you can never go back, everybody. You can never go back, and there's probably a reason for it. But, uh, but hey, everybody. <laughs> hey, everybody. It is uh, me, uh, you, yeah, boy, Stu McAllister. With me, as always, are the dogs. I got Wean Dog next to me on the couch under the blanket. Sadie Dog is in the cage. I threw her in the cage because she was being a little whiny bitch. Whiny bitch. Uh, no idea where the cats are. More than likely, one, if not both, are upstairs shitting on my bed. They are sh- 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 shitting on my bed. <laughs> Funny. Uh, but how was your day, everybody? How was your day? Was it good? Was it fun? Was it exciting? Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Becky. I hope it was. Why? Because today is Thursday, January 18th, 2024. 24. Hopefully it was a good day at work, good day at school, good day doing whatever the fuck you do on a thirsty Thursday. Whatever the fuck you do. If it wasn't good, have a beer, go to bed, wake up tomorrow's Friday. Friday's always a good day. It's the beginning of the weekend. It's good shit. Do it. Do it, everybody. Do it, everybody. Oh man! Well, today, today uh, was a uh, was a long day for yours truly at work delivering the Dippin' Dot ice cream. My route was down there in Kalamazoo, Michigan, which is approximately uh, an hour south or so of Grand Rapids, Michigan. All right, you guys are gonna have to uh, you're gonna have to give me a moment. Sadie Dog is in, in the cage crying like a little bitch. I don't know if you can hear her whining, but I'm going to let her out. And then I'm going to put her on the couch next to Wean Dog under the blanket. Now, she doesn't know this is going to happen. She's just staring at me. I'm going to open the cage. All right, come on out, Sadie. Let's go. Yep, you're out. Now I'm going to pick you up. No, don't run away from me. Oh, God damn, you're fat. All right, I'm picking her up, putting her on the couch, and then I'm putting her under the blanket next to Wean Dog. There you go. She hates being under the blanket, but I don't give a shit. 
the comms are down. <laughs> you can't see her, but she's just st standing up with the with the blanket on top of her. And I'm sure she's just going, what the fuck's happening? What the fuck is happening? Uh, but if you listened to the Patreon yesterday, you will know that I got my work van stuck in the goddamn parking lot at work. There was a problem with one of my freezers, and I had to throw out the product in the freezer, so I backed up next to the dumpster. And because they do a real, real shitty job of plowing out the driveway uh, in the parking lot, my, uh, my van got stuck. And I was like, fuck this shit. And I left it there because nobody was fucking there when I got back. As I've mentioned on this podcast a couple times over the last couple days, nobody's there when I get to work and then nobody's there when I leave work. I'm the first one in and I'm the last one out. I'm like a professional athlete. I'm like that fucking guy who's everybody's like, man, he puts the time in. He's fucking studying film. He's in the fucking gym. He's fucking working out. He's stretching. He's fucking on the jug machine. He's fucking doing it all. That's me. Apparently that's me. Except I don't get paid shit. <laughs> so uh, I just called my boss, Todd. Todd. I was like, hey, Todd. I got the van stuck. He's like, you did? I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right. What time are you coming in tomorrow? I'm like, I got to be in at like 6, I guess. He's like, oh, I'll come in at 6 and we'll get it on stock. I'm like, all right, I guess. Sounds good. So I get to work at 5.55 and Todd's already there and he's already gotten the truck out of the fucking snow. I was like, God damn it. Now I feel like a pussy because I'm like going, fuck, did, did you just somehow drive that thing out? Am I a huge fucking puss puss? And he's like, yeah, you're a huge fucking puss puss. I'm like, ah, I'm a puss puss. But then he's like, no, I had to get a tow rope and I had to use the Curtis's truck. Curtis is the old man and he'll leave his truck there occasionally because he takes the work van home. So he's like, yeah, I just fucking used his truck and pulled you out. He's like, yeah, you were stuck real good. I'm like, yeah, I know I was. I'm like, fuck. I broke the goddamn snow shovel trying to dig my way out. And apparently Harbor Freight does not sell snow shovels. How stupid is that? But anyway, so we got it out. So we loaded up the van and then we figured it out. We figured it out. The problem with the one freezer wasn't the freezer. It was the fucking inverter. The, the inverter's got like uh, four places where you can plug in freezers or whatever you want. And one of them apparently is shit. I'm like, well, how am I supposed to know it's shit? It wasn't shit before. And you would think if one went to shit, they'd all go to shit. But apparently it doesn't fucking work like that. It fucking doesn't work like that. <laughs> so, I, I mean, there's always dumb shit that happens. And I'm like, I can't take everything into consideration. I can't. I can't do it. I'll be sitting around all day dealing with stuff. So we got it going, filled up the van, I'm ready to go, I, I take three small freezers, we got all this new imaging on our freezers, so we're supposed to swap them out, and I'm doing the young fuck's route, and the young fuck uh, isn't young, apparently he's 40 this year, so he's not young, someone, uh, sidebar, someone said on like this podcast, he's like, oh yeah, I saw this really old guy, he was like in his 50s, 
I was like, fuck you, 50s? Fuck you. Fuck you. Uh, I mean, I will admit that I'm old, but fuck you. But uh, the, the young fuck is late. He, I should just call him lazy fuck because that's what he is. He's a lazy fuck. We've been ha we've had the new imaging for for easily four or five months longer, and it's just so easy to swap out freezers, and particularly this time of year when we're not that busy. Do it now. And people are always happy. It's like, oh my God, I'm getting a new freezer. It's like, it's cleaner. It's got the new logo. It doesn't have the frost. It's all good to go. And that's why I took three, because I ended up swapping out three. But I, I could have taken 10, and I would not have had enough, because this guy hasn't done a goddamn one. I'm just, I'm amazed. I'm amazed at his ineptness. I'm amazed at his laziness. It's just, it's unfucking real. It's on fucking real. So I get back to the warehouse and uh, they finally fixed the garage door at work. Apparently the old garage uh, opener was 40 years old. They were saying it was 40 fucking years old. Older than most of you. Um, so we got new ones, new openers. I'm like, great, finally. I don't got to get out of my fucking van to fucking open the door and shit fuck so uh, i get back the, my new boss is there this is the first time i've seen him there in like a week or week plus and uh he's like oh he gives me the garage door opener and he's like you need a hand with anything i was like oh i just gotta fill up the freezers and take care of these freezers i brought back and he's like all right we'll see ya I was like, God damn it, man. Like, I don't necessarily need your help, but you can at least fake it or something. <laughs> Shit. Ah, uh, fuck. Hey, if you're at a food court in a mall, all right, you're in a mall at a food court, would you think that a restaurant at the food court in a mall, now I understand that food courts are not what they once were. When I was a kid, fuck. The food court was the place to be. Fuck. You'd go in there and there would be what your Chinese restaurant, the Taco Bell maybe. There was I remember there was a Burger King at the the one near the mall near my house. It was fucking great. But now fucking malls are dead, food courts are dead, but I would think like a restaurant and a food court in a mall would fucking be open at 11:35 cuz there was one at the mall in Portage. I don't know the name of the mall. But uh, Mr. B's Pizzeria. It should be... The B stands for beat off. Because I'm sure that's what the owner was doing. Because there, there was nobody there at 1135. I fucking... You know how, like, malls will have back uh, alleyways and hallways? So you never really see like the inner guts of a mall, and that's that's how employees get in. So I I know where to go. So I went back there, and the goddamn doors locked. I pounded on the door, nobody was there. I mean, I I saw that the, all the lights were dim. I'm like, fuck! If you're not open at 11:35 and you're a restaurant, the fuck's wrong with you? No, people aren't coming to the goddamn mall for dinner. People aren't coming to the mall. Period. Close up. Just give me the freezer. You suck. 
Good old Mr. Beat-Off Pizzeria. B.O. Pizzeria. Beat-Off beat off Pizzeria. <laughs> Fucking hell. So I told my boss, I'm like, I'm not coming back. They're closed. The fuck? They should be open. He's like, all right. All right. I'm going around. And also, the weather here is shit, everybody. It's Grand Rapids, Michigan, Kalamazoo, Michigan. It's shit. On the way down today, I saw so many slide-offs. Again, I saw more fucking uh, roads, pe people getting diverted off the highway. I'm like, oh, God. So many accidents. I'm just like, what's wrong with people? Now, I will be the first to admit, when the weather's shit like that, I will fucking, I will drive 40 miles an hour on the highway. I don't give a fuck. I don't want to go in the ditch. I want to get to where I need to be. I don't need to get into an accident. We're all good to fucking go. So the day the day was relatively good sales-wise, at least, too. I sold a shit ton of product for this time of year. I sold a shit ton. You know why I sold a shit ton? Because the goddamn young fuck doesn't go to places. He just doesn't fucking go. He's shit. I need to talk to the new boss and go, you need to fire him. They're, they're talking about wanting to save money. Save money by firing this guy. He sucks. He sucks donkey dick. He probably eats off at Mr. Beat Off Pizza. <laughs> Beat Off Pizza. What go, what would go off what would go on a Beat Off Pizza? It's got to be a lot of meat, right? Sausage. <laughs> You got to have some sausage on your beat-off pizza. <laughs> I need extra meat. Do you got like a white sauce? <laughs> fuck, fuck. Oh, hey, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, uh, this podcast is for the children. So please gather around your children. Gather them around the Bluetooth speaker, kind of like kids used to do in the like the 1920s when they would listen to a serial radio show, fucking like Little Orphan Annie or the Green Hornet or the Lone Ranger or Amos and Andy or some shit like that. Gather them around. It's story time. Beat off pizza. <laughs> fucking hell. Ugh. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. I got to go to uh, Detroit, Detroit, because if you look at your right hand, everybody, look at your right hand. That is our territory. They, your right hand is the state of Michigan, and that's where we go. And so tomorrow I'm going to Detroit and doing all sorts of bullshit. Now, my days have been long. They've been 10 plus hours every day this week. They've been long. And I really hate when I get home uh, the last, like, three days I've had to like blow out my driveway because of the snow and I, I hate having to come home and then having to deal with shit like that. Basically, it's sort of like you want to get home and then you just want to eat and then you want to sit in front of the television and watch a new episode of Letterkenny or some shit or you rewatch a new episode of Letterkenny. I'm not going to lie to you folks. I, I don't know if you watch Letterkenny or not, but I'm, I'm rewatching the last season and I think it's episode five. They only, there's only six, I think, of the last season. Uh, and they're ending it. It's the last show. Uh, episode five made me cry. Now, am I turning into a fucking woman? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm getting old. I'm losing testosterone, I guess. I'm probably gaining an estrogen. 
men and women, as we get older, we all just kind of become the same species. There aren't two genders. Like once you get over the age of 50, we're just one gender, <laughs> right? We're not men or women. We're just kind of like there, I guess. Hey, is that a guy or a girl? No, nah, they're just there. They're there. Oh my God, they're there? Yeah, they got old and now they're there. Ah, fuck, I hate it when people get old. Yeah, me too. I fucking hate it when people get old, but here I am. I'm a there. That's my pronoun. My pronoun is there. <laughs> we all just, we start to look the same. Men and women, we start getting the same haircuts. We're getting weird hair growing on our body that wasn't growing there before. We're like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's awful. It's awful. What was I talking about? Why was I talking about men and women? Uh, oh, uh, Ladder Kenny making me cry. Yeah, yeah, it's making me cry. I thought the last season was good. Some people, I've heard some people say it wasn't good. I'm like, are you high? It's great. The last season of Letter Kenny was great. Why? Because uh, it, it's the, the culmination of, of storylines. Of It's all about family and home and where you belong and who you belong with. It's fucking, it's great. I mean, that's the whole series. That's what it's been about. So it's fucking, it's, it was great. If you thought Leonard Kenny sucked shit this last season, you can lick my dick and suck my balls. It was great. Fuck, fucking great. All right, 30 minutes in and I haven't said shit. I apologize. Uh, all right. Uh... Oh, I suppose I should do this. Uh, it's been sitting here in my email for a while. There's a guy who who, uh, who listens and he'll write in occasionally. His name is, I have, uh, I've dubbed him Emailer Jason. There it is. There it is. There's the email. Uh, he wrote, this was back on Monday. So I, it's been a while. I've just kept forgetting to talk about it, whatever. So, all right. So I'm going to read you Emailer Jason. Now, uh, when he emails me, I take about 95% of what he says with a grain of salt. <laughs> Just because I, it makes me healthier. I'm healthier knowing that a lot of what he says is uh, probably a falsehood. But, uh, all right, here we go. Uh, oh, my God, Stu. Oh, my God, Stu. I finally caught up with the podcast. I haven't had much alone time at my new job for listening. Now he did, he did a while ago. He emailed and he said he got fired from his old trucking job, which I'm, uh, I was very sad to hear. Cause I, I thought he liked it. He'd been there a while, but he apparently he got fired. Uh, last Tuesday in the previous Thursday, I listened to over six hours of you each day. That's too much. I will tell each and every one of you to not do that. There's no fucking reason why any of you should listen to more than fucking five minutes of this podcast. There's no reason when I get new people listening and they're like, oh yeah, I'm a new listener. I'm like, don't go back and listen. There's no point. There's no point to any of these podcasts. It's pretty much if, if, uh, if a podcast is like two days old, nah, there's no reason to listen to it. That's it, ah, a stupid fucking podcast, right? Let it go. It, all my podcasts have a very sh short shelf life, 24 hours tops. Oh my God, Stu was the greatest. You are the greatest, the best, even 
fuck you, might as well be a god. Hell, I can, uh, I can even get a woman to say, oh, God, oh, God, don't stop. I will reply with, fuck yeah, Steve McAllister. <laughs> grain of salt. Right there, grain of salt. Uh, last Wednesday, I almost embarrassed myself. I was totally caught up with the podcast and looking for Tuesdays, forgetting about Monday's podcast on the other platform. It looked like, yeah, and podcast for two days. Oh, my God, Steve, I was going through withdrawals after listening to you for over six hours of the day before. Uh, I called my friend Stacy with uh, with an eye to ask her to check her feed. I thought I was going to have to track you down and check on your well-being. Oh, my God, Stu, that would have been horrible if I showed up or worse, the wrong address. Yeah, in this neighborhood, it wouldn't have been good. They would have been like, what do you want, Whitey? Uh, I was on my way to the library to look you up in a phone book. I don't know if I'm in a phone book. I think back in the day when phone books were a thing, I think I I had my phone number unlisted. Stu, why did you unlist your phone number? Well, because I was a social worker and I was dealing with kids. I don't need kids finding out where I live or calling me or whatever. Fuck that shit. This was way before cell phones. Uh, Stacy with an eye talked me down. She even checked your social media and saw you posted just two hours prior. Thank God, or should I say thanks to? Fuck, I need to wrap this up, but let me tell you about Stacy. She is a nice lady, but she uses an I to spell her name instead of a Y. Uh, I'll tell you this. If people use an I instead of a Y, it means they're down to fuck. <laughs> they are down to fuck. They'll probably use a heart uh, instead of a dot for the for the I. Yup. So if you're like Lucy with an I, Stacy with an I... Uh, what's another one? Um, uh, I would say Jamie. <laughs> Jamie with an I. Down to fuck. <laughs> uh, so that is really weird. Fuck, Stu, hold on to your hat because I'm going to tell you the best thing about Stacy with an I besides her being a girl. Any guesses? She's an Elemental Podcast Patreon member. What? I'm I'm not sure about that. I think she might be lying to you. Uh, Jason, I don't really know. Uh, Fox, too. It doesn't get any better than that. How did you meet this woman? Did you meet her because of the podcast? How weird would that be? That's got to be completely coincidental, right? There's no way that a love connection was made because of the Elemental podcast. Now, I would be, uh, I'd be head over heels if that happened, if there was a love connection made because of the podcast. People fucking were getting together and talking about this. Yeah, I, I'm assuming there's multiple, multiple chat rooms uh, talking and discussing this podcast. I'm assuming there's like a whole Reddit thread out there of some kind, or there's a Discord channel or some shit. I don't even know what Discord is. And people are like, oh, you need to get on the Discord. And I'm like, I probably don't. Twitch, there's a Twitch room. I don't know. Well, that would be great, Jason, if you met her because of the podcast. Well, Stu, I better stop typing and cut about 80% uh, from this long email. I hope the Bills win tonight. So, yeah, that was Monday. They did. Thank God. Waiting for tonight's podcast gives me a reason to wake up tomorrow. Keep up your podcast because of the greatest thing ever. Thanks, Jason. Now, again, grain of salt, grain of salt, grain of salt. I appreciate it, Jason. Thank you for listening. Thank you for emailing me. I find your emails to be um, uh, fun to read. I don't know if people like me when I read them or like me to read them, but 
I, I do enjoy it, and, uh, and and there we go. So hopefully things are going. Is this the lady that you had with you when uh, when I saw you at the uh, at the comedy show for uh, Adam Caton Holland, or is this a different lady? Are you going through different ladies, Jason? How many ladies do you got? You fucking slut. Do you spell Jason with an I? <laughs> J A I S O N. Jason with an I. He is down to fuck. Uh, speaking of the bills, this past Monday, they were trying to get people to come out to shovel out the stadium because a lot of snow is coming. And people, again, this is people who are dumb. They're like, oh, they don't have a dome and they they don't want to play in the snow. Da, 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 da. It's never that, everybody. It's never the, the, the players playing in the snow. Who cares? It's about getting 70,000 people to the stadium. That's always the issue, right? And so when you got that kind of snow coming too, it just accumulates and it piles up in the stadium. So they got to get people to come out and uh, shovel out the, 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 st- the seats. Now, it seems weird to me that over the years they haven't created some kind of, like, machine, a plow, like a very small plow. And maybe that that's the thing. Like, they just there's not an engine big enough to fucking plow out the snow that would be strong enough. I, I don't know. But uh, so they're looking for people to do it, and they got it, and it happened, and it was great. But again, apparently they got a game on Sunday against the Kansas City Chiefs. And they're doing the same thing. They're looking for people again. They're like, uh, let's see, they wrote, the Buffalo Bills on the social media, they wrote, we're going to need some snow shovelers again. Help get Highmark Stadium ready for a divisional round playoff game. The game, it's an evening game, 6.30 on Sunday. It's supposed to be 20 degrees, cold as fuck. Uh, apparently kind of snowy. There can be two to eight inches of snow to accumulate on Friday and Saturday. So they're going to be looking for people to come out. And I'm not going to lie to you, everybody. I grew up in Buffalo. I lived in Buffalo for like 25 years. The snow can be insane. It can be insane. I live here in Grand Rapids, Michigan. The snow is, is pretty good, not super good. People have made fun of my snowblower. My snowblower is fine for where I live. If I was in Buffalo, yeah, I'd be like, oh, fuck, yeah, I need a, I need a much better one. But here we go. So if you, if you live in the Buffalo area, you need to be 18 years or older with proper photo identification, weather appropriate gear, which is weird because there's a video of a guy who took his shirt off and was sliding down the snow chute. This big fat fuck. Cause it's only big fat fucks who take their shirt off in this cold weather. Cause they can't feel it. They got all, they're like a goddamn, uh, like a sea lion or a walrus. They got all that extra blubber. And they can't, they can't feel the cold. So the guy just took his shirt off, but whatever. If you don't have a shovel, they'll give you a shovel. That's fucking crazy. Oh, I mean, you probably don't get to keep it. And you get, like, I think it's 20 bucks in food, right? Would you go shovel for 20 bucks in food? I would do it. You do it for the story. Like, so many things in life are just dumb as fuck. But you do it for the story. Because if you aren't doing it for the story, what are you doing with your life? You're living a bland fucking life. I've done some dumb things. You, you do it for the story. I jumped out of a fucking airplane. Did I want to? No. Did I pay too much money to do it? Yeah. 
Am I glad I did it? Sure. Would I ever do it again? Fuck no. I did it for the story. I wrote like a 10-minute bit on jumping out of the fucking airplane. It was a pretty good bit. But yeah, if you want to do it, go do it. If I live closer, fuck, I'd go do it. Why not? Why the fuck not? I got a shovel. Oh, I, I broke the shovel. I think I said that. I broke the shovel yesterday trying to get my van out. I got. I tried to go buy a shovel at, at uh, Harbor Freight. They don't sell shovels there. How stupid is that? Huh. All right, anyway. Anyway, all right, 40 minutes in, haven't said shit. All right. Um, <laughs> this, is, this, this happened in Michigan, and it just makes you go, what is going on with people? This happened up in Manistee, Michigan. Uh, this is near, near Clare, Clare, Michigan, Manistee. Um, but a guy, oh, no, he, this guy was from Clare. There ain't nothing in Claire. There was a bowling alley in Claire that we used to sell Dippin' Dots to. They don't sell Dippin' Dots anymore. Now, I'm not saying this is coincidentally or not, but uh, that bowling alley went up in flames. <laughs> that bowling alley no longer exists. So what does that tell you? You need to keep selling Dippin' Dots or your fucking place of business is going to go fucking get torched. But this guy, this, guy, this fucking idiot... He, uh, this happened back in August, a couple things. I guess it, it's coming out now for whatever reason. Back in August, he threatened an Amish family near near a church in, in Caliva, Michigan? I've never even fucking heard of it. Huh. The guy's name is Sensing. What a weird name. Sensing allegedly threatened a couple and their baby with a knife. And warn them not to travel on the road again or there'd be big problems. This guy admitted he's got a dislike for Amish people. <laughs> Who hates the Amish? Now, I will, I will admit to you they're weird as fuck. They're stupid hats and they're dumb suspenders and they're awful beards. And they fucking just ride around in horse buggies. They're weird as fuck. But uh, they make a mean fucking quilt. They can raise a barn quick as fuck. I mean, I, I don't have any kind of beef with the Amish people. Am I going to pull a knife on Amish people? Who the fuck pulls a knife on Amish people? Huh. The part of the reason, too, is he uh, he also got in trouble back in November. He threatened a maintenance crew. <laughs> this guy's threatening everybody. He fucking hates everybody. Sensing was upset and claimed someone had defecated on his side of the property line next to the work site. Someone just came and fucking popped a squat. They were probably uh, eating beat-off pizza. <laughs> and then they had to take a dump because beat-off pizza just runs right through you. <laughs> fucking... It was not a good fucking thing. What is happening here? Sorry, everybody. I don't know what is going on. What the fuck? No, I don't want that. What I want is this. Oh, what the hell happened? Why is it not connecting to my Bluetooth? Hmm. Hold on a minute. What the hell? 
So this guy's fucking eating beat off pizza and shitting. He's working for a work crew, and this guy comes out with a goddamn rifle, and he's like, I will shoot everybody and burn your rig down. Oh, my God, did he go to Claire and burn down that bowling alley? Fucking hell. Uh, so he, an arrest warrant was made, and he was arraigned on Wednesday. I don't. Why the fuck did it take, like, that long for this guy to get arrested? He's threatening Amish people with a knife. You're a fucking psychopath if you're threatening people with a knife. He did that back in August. This guy's a fucking psychopath. What's his name? What did I say his name was? Sensing? Charles Rogers Sensing. Mr. Rogers is a fuckface. All right, I got time for one more. One more, one more. Let's see. Human head was found in a freezer. That's always a good time. Reba McIntyre is going to sing the national anthem. Do you guys like Reba? I like Reba. I got no beef with Reba. Uh, 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 uh. All right. This one's kind of, um, this one's dark. This is a dark story. I shouldn't end on with a dark story, but here we go. I, I'm only bringing this up because I've never understood people who are like, oh, yeah, I'm going to fucking rent my room out for fucking people to come in and, you know, like Airbnb shit. I just, I've never understood that. It's the same thing with like Uber and Lyft. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to let these strangers into my car and then I'm going to drive them around. Like, what? Really? Okay, it seems weird to me. Oh, yeah, I'm going to let this guy come in. He's going to rent my room for the weekend. I'll be there, but uh, so will he, whatever. This happened in London. Uh, apparently, this guy came, and uh, he was renting a room in this woman's house. And uh, apparently, this was the first time she rented out her apartment or her house. And apparently will be her last because the guy came. His name was Diego Della De Rover. What a name. Good old Diego. If you know anyone named Diego, you just need to assume this guy is a rapist because this uh, Diego is a rapist. Apparently he raped this woman, the Airbnb owner, and then uh, he offered to give her a massage and then he said he'd give her a good review for for the Airbnb. Like, what? He mentioned massage, and he was following me, and he started rubbing my shoulders, and I was like, no, thanks. Then when I was sitting on the couch, and he was touching my legs, and he put on music, and he said, I can give you a massage. And they apparently they've been chatting again. Why are you having people in your apartment like this? I, I don't know. Weird. Apparently he grabbed her and he was kissing her neck and chest while putting his hands uh, into her leggings. I mean, this guy's. Oh my God, this guy's getting aggressive quickly. She's like, I'm saying no. And then apparently he pulled down his pants and underwear and forced her to perform a sex act on him. Oh, my God. Now, ladies, you tell me. Uh, I don't necessarily want to think about this, 
But if some dude's like going, suck my cock, do you just like bite his cock, right? Like you're going to subdue a guy pretty quick if you bite his cock. Are you just afraid like that's not going to incapacitate him? I'm assuming it would. If some woman bit my cock, I'd be like, oh, I'm done. I am done. Please spit out my cock. Uh, maybe they can sew that bitch back up. Uh, it'll look a little weird. It'll be Frank and Dick. Oh, my God. That guy's got Frank and Dick. <laughs> yes, I do, but I still got a dick. It might be Frank and Dick, but it's still a dick. At one stage, he managed to get my top off, and then I was like, you need to stop this, but it was a good half hour more before stopping his advances. I was like, I think you should go to bed. He went to bed, and I barricaded my door. She gathered up her dog and cat and barricaded herself in a room with her kitchen knives, blocking the door with a piece of furniture. Uh, but the, the dude began to text her and asked to share a bed with her, promising he wouldn't do anything. Well, I don't know if I believe that, you fuck. The woman was so distressed she phoned a friend who told jurors the victim sounded very upset. Why is no one calling the cops? Uh, when the woman and her friend met up later on, she said the victim was very distressed, teary, and started to shake. Delavore Di Diego eventually left the apartment and returned around 2 a.m. I don't understand why any of this, she's not calling the cops. The woman had re reportedly only planned on reporting the incident to Airbnb but reconsidered filing a police report after realizing her alleged attacker might strike again. Yeah, this dude, this, this guy's going to do shit again. If not to her, to somebody. Uh, Diego was her first ever guest, and she admitted she thought it was strange he needed a room when he lived nearby in Kensington. Uh, all very weird. Again, if I was a single lady, like I'd be like, well, no. You're a dude. No, fuck you. Fuck your mom. And I don't understand the concept of you're running out your house and then like you're not there. Like I had a somebody said, oh, yeah, you should do it at your house. I'm like, my house is not really set up that way for me to have like there's not like a second apartment or something for somebody. And my house isn't like I don't want anyone in my house if I'm not here. Fuck. I don't want people in my house when I'm here. I don't understand the concept of Airbnb. I guess it works, but I'm like, I'll pass. Same with Uber, pass. Uh, all right, everybody, speaking of passing, uh, that's me. I'm done. I'm, I'm going to pass out. If you guys can do me a solid on a couple things, if you could go like my Facebook page, go like my Twitter page, that's where you will hear clips of the day. Send in my listener, Jason. Not emailer, Jason, but listener, Jason. Uh, he listens to the podcast, and then he finds something funny, and then he sends it to me, and then I post it. I post it on Facebook and Twitter. So Elemental Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, please go hit the like button. That would be awesome. Uh, if you can rate, review, subscribe to freebie. If you enjoy this, great. Please do those things if you could. Please check out my Tee Public store. Check out my Macari store. I actually just sold today uh, a Pink Floyd T-shirt. <laughs> that uh, one of the people, one of the listeners of this podcast purchased, and then they sent it back to me. It's like, you dick. But I sold one of those shirts. I was like, please, get rid of this thing. Thank you. 
Uh, if you can't find the links to either the T Public or Macari, let me know and I'll send it to you. Please do that. And then do the uh, six things, seven things, technically. Go check out uh, Bear Boards and Tables on Instagram. My buddy Mark uh, makes a lot of cool things out of wood. And uh, he puts pictures of the things he makes on Instagram. And then he sells them over on Macari. So go check it out. Bear like a grizzly. Bear boards and tables. Look at the stuff on Instagram. Go check out his Macari store. Buy something from him. If you don't say anything you like, let him know what you would want. And I am sure that Mark could probably do it for you. The worst he tells you is no. So you might as well ask. Do that. Check out Matt Harper Art on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, Matt, Matt used to make a lot of stuff and sell stuff. I'm not really sure if he's doing it anymore. I kind of know he closed his Etsy shop. But uh, he's made some cool stuff for me. He made, he, he uh, painted a bowling ball I have with some Bill's Mafia stuff because we're doing uh, bowling ball shots out of it. So uh, he did that for me. So go check him out, Matt Harper Art on TikTok and Instagram. That's Matt with two T's. The extra T is for toots. Tutorino. Toots. Uh, and then go to Facebook, check out West Michigan trading cards and sports memorabilia. If you are into sports cards or sports in general, you like a Jersey, a ball, a helmet, whatever, go check it out. West Michigan trading cards and sports memorabilia. You don't need to be from West Michigan. You can be from wherever. Uh, you just need to answer the four questions and then you're in and then you can buy stuff, sell stuff, trade stuff, whatever, show off stuff. It's all good. Check out Extra Levels Gaming, a video game store in Holt, Michigan. They're a small guy, but they got stuff. So if you like video games, uh, you like you got your Wii, your Xbox, your Atari, your Intellivision, whatever, they probably got a game for you. So uh, go help out the small guy. Check him out on Facebook, Extra Levels Gaming. Uh, check out Magic JBM. My buddy John Midgley is a magician, an artist, a social worker, a husband, a father, a son, a brother, a mother, whatever. Uh, he's doing it all. He's a very busy man. He's a very busy man. So go check him out at Magic JBM for all your magic needs. Do that. Uh, check out the Sunday Slaw. That's Adam and Stephanie House. Married couple. They, they like to do a lot of shit together, which is nice to see. And one of the things they like to do is they like to eat coleslaw. And then they'll do a Facebook Live video of themselves eating coleslaw. So they'll tell you if it's good or bad or whatever. So go check them out on Facebook, The Sunday Slaw. And then, as if they're not busy enough, they also do a podcast. It's called The Forced Entry Podcast, uh, where they talk about life. They talk about being parents. They talk about being in a blended family. They got all sorts of stuff going on that's completely relatable. In this day and age, completely relatable. So go check out their podcast every Tuesday on Spotify and go like their Facebook page as well. Uh, and then if you guys could consider subscribing to the Patreon, I know uh, emailer Jason, he listens to the Patreon. Apparently his uh, girlfriend Stacy listens to the Patreon. And if you're wondering what that is, Patreon is a paywall. It's kind of like OnlyFans for podcasts. Uh, maybe there's nudity on uh, Patreon. I don't know. But uh, it, it, for five bucks a month, you get more podcasts, right? Freebies are Mondays and Thursdays. Uh, every other day of the week is on Patreon, hopefully. So uh, please go check it out. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Search Ele Elemental Podcast and you're good to go. 
So that's it, everybody. I am done. This was way too long. Thank you guys for listening. I do appreciate it. You guys are great. I love you. I'll see you guys tomorrow for Patreon, or I will see you guys on Monday. Hopefully, it's Victory Monday for the Bills. And uh, we'll talk to you guys then. Have a good day. We'll see you. Okay, bye.